figure out what kind of train wreck this is going to be. <laughs> Two. She didn't say one. Never say one. What? No. Oh. Ever. Well, fuck that. Because one is the, the loneliest, loneliest number that you'll ever do. Good Beatles drop. I love it. <laughs> so oh, nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we've already done a little drinking. Yeah, a little bit. And now we're here to talk about gaming. Little talking, little drinking, little smoking. So that Cigars. Must... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> which means it can only be time to get Warhammered. Warhammered. Yeah. So this is the Warhammered podcast. Pro- Warhammered podcast. Podcast. Yeah, I was uh, watching a, a lot of Ted Lasso. I might slip into an English accent. <laughs> Uh, brought to you by Second Pitch Beer Company and Battle Pub Games. Yeah, uh, I'm Jazz. Beer. Yeah. That's Beer Jim. Hey guys. Typically we have a big Jim. He is. Uh, he's on assignment today. He's off doing, yeah, freedom things. So my um oh. my baseball team, uh, the San Francisco Giants, who I follow, they always they're announcers. Whenever they're like on vacation or not doing anything, they always just like he's on assignment tonight. <laughs> just because that's what they always <laughs> say. So that's what Big Jim. He's on assignment. On right? assignment. Uh, so you're stuck with just the two of us today, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to no close-ups this time. Yeah. We're going to treat you right anyways. And no close-ups yeah, for the one person that was the upset one person by the close-up. You did that. I was just like, no, you don't get to see every nook and cranny of my face. Yeah. We also did that because beer Jim didn't know we were doing it and it just made it funny. Oh, it was hilarious. So, I was watching it. And I was just like, what are you guys doing <laughs> right now? It was great. It was good. It was good content. It was great. It was good content. Uh, so anyways, uh, this is the Warhammer podcast. We talk about a, a lot of Warhammer, mm-hmm. other nerd stuff. Yep. But at a very wave top level. Wave top level. Uh, and it's, I'm not even promising you accuracy. No. Nope. Uh, it is. This is definitely a... Uh, yeah, I, I read something about it one time. Yeah. Well, I'm actually uh, excited point. about this show because it's yeah. going to be more of a good like topic. A, it's, it's, it's a good topic, and it's going to be more about just like the general feel of the game of Warhammer and helping you guys. If you're interested in getting into the to the to the hobby, which a lot of you guys are, this is a great yeah. way to pick. This is a good primer of picking your army. And we've we've had a lot of comments about like they found the show, like the show, weren't ever interested in Warhammer, like listening to it. So we're hoping that we're going to provide you some uh, some some analogs mm-hmm. from Warhammer to other yeah. things that you might know to maybe give yeah. you a starting point which of where, a great to, way to, where to go dig in. Yeah. So which is how everybody really gets into it. And that's how I did. People like somebody sat me down and be like, all right, yeah, this they got guy is these guys. Yep. These guys are these guys. And you're like, oh, OK, I yeah. got you. So we're going to do that. And uh, you're going to listen to it. And that's what you're getting this week. So I don't I don't know. What to tell you. It's good. Uh, but before that. What? Before that, okay, we're gonna do the only thing on this show that's probably accurate, most likely, and that is Jim's Beer Corner. There it is. It's the best theme music and radio. I know right now. Hey, uh, 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 Caitlin, are you are you mic'd up today? Nice. Get mic'd up. Get mic'd up. Get mic'd up. I love your. I love, I love the drop ins that you're like. Nope, that's not right. Yeah, we gotta turn our producer's mic on. She's gotta figure out which one it is. Yeah. Because it's always a uh, it's always nice when you hear that. But anyway, so on to Bajirbin's beer corner, we are going to be talking about a very specific style of beer called the Double IPA. Ooh, okay, this, I'm here. You're here. Yeah, love to see you. Thank you. <laughs> Just for you, I like to refer to these as dippas. I love dippa. So did I tell you that story about my friend from Sweden? Does he like happies? No. So what happened was. Um, <laughs> 
I used to live in Sweden for about a year and a half, and a friend of mine came to visit me. Because you were there actually point. studying beer. Yeah. That's like why you were there. Or like, well, I was studying political science, but then through I... Through beer. Mm, political science, and then and then it just became like, no, I'm studying beer I, now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I changed my major, and I didn't let the college know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. You know? And then when I graduated at the end of the year, I was just like, oh, shit, I actually graduated, because I didn't do shit. But um, so he came in, he came to the States and he was just like, he was like, oh, I really like Ippas. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that is. And he's like, yeah, Ippas, we're big into Ippas in Sweden. So we went to a beer bar and he was like, yeah, I'll take this Ippa. And I'll be like, you fucking mean an IPA? In all fairness, (laughs) nobody ever publishes them with the fucking periods. No, nobody does. It's just capital I, capital P, capital A. A. Yeah. All next to each other. So he was like, he was like, he, they, they, they 100% thought, and he worked with me at a beer bar and they 100% thought it was just called an IPA. And I was just like, and, and today in, in tradition of the Swedes, Mm -hmm. we're going to drink a dipa, a dipa, a (laughs) double India pale ale. Um, and so this style is really an American style. So we had IPAs and their genesis is from England. Uh, shipping uh, beer to India um, so that, you know, they made a hoppier beer, something that could last over in uh, in India, the, the travel over there, um, the shipment over there, and then also something So it was, was essentially a preservative. A preservative, that was also, it was a flavor component, too. It was right. like a new flavor. Because it's going to go sour, so let's put some bitter in it so, so that it kind of balances well, out. Yeah. Um, the hops have a natural preservative to it, yeah. too. So they um, they made these IPAs. The original IPAs were more bitter, and then it became a thing that people just actually started liking. So, you know, like most things, it was both for, like, a real purpose to do it. Then it became more of an idea and a flavor, and then we've taken it to the hundred. Right, degrees. started as a necessity. It started as a necessity, then it became a, 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 a uh, it became a function, not a bug, you know, <laughs> or what is it called? Of, well, what? it's form following function. Yeah, form following function. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, dippas are an American <laughs> um, dippas, d- double IPAs. Some beer nerd is going to hear this and just be like, oh my fucking, I'm never listening to anything I these know, people right? say again. We know it's not called a dip. It's a Fuck fucking off. beer. I like yeah. it. It's uh, fine. I like dippa more. I like dippa more. Dippa palooza is coming up at second pitch too. That's I'm going to that. I, yeah. I, I, I like just because. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you want but, to, you can come you. You can be on a tasting panel if you want to. Oh. You want to be on a tasting panel? Dude, can I just come and be professionally ripped? That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's be on the 6th. You guys can come. It's yeah, on the 6th? On the 6th. May the 6th, right? May the 6th. Uh, Saturday. It's going to be in the morning. Oh, that's good. We're good? I don't think we have anything May 6th. Yeah, come by. Yeah. Oh, no, good. we don't have any May 6th. It's only the Alamo GT, the largest 40K GT in Texas, and a golden ticket tournament for the world championship. I don't think you guys should come. I don't think. <laughs> Yeah, My, it's going to be in the morning. So if you guys are going to be here in the afternoon. So uh, anyway, we'll anyways, talk about that offline. Anyways, anyway, so dip up, dip up, double IPAs. Um, So they just are basically the idea of a double is the exact same idea as like an imperial IPA. You see imperial sometimes you see double sometimes they're pretty much the same exact idea. And basically is you just increase the hop amount, increase the ABV. Sure. So that's what it is. You're getting more hop flavoring and it's more alcohol too. And I, I the big break on this and specifically what, what we're having is actually a seasonal double IPA. Yeah. This isn't a whatever yeah. mass we, we, production. And we can call it out. I'm like, it's, whatever it's you independence, want to call it. um, mosaic. It's the it? mosaic high boy. Mosaic um, high boy. Which is a double IPA, mm-hmm. but they do these. This is like the fourth or fifth version of this I've carried from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is the mosaic, which is a specific type of hop. Mosaic it's a hop varietal. A hop, it's a hop varietal. 
Yeah. And so what I assume that they did, I didn't read much on the um, the research on there, but I assume if they're calling out Mosaic, it's going to be more of a single hop or as much to a single hop as they can do. It is. So I talked to them about it because we carry it here in the bar mm-hmm. here. Um, obviously, you don't carry it in your bar because it's all your stuff. Yes. So, yeah. um, but we're all we're friends. all friends. Yeah, like everybody friends. knows like everybody. So, yeah, no. um, so when I was talking to them about this, it is it's the same methodology they use for like their standard high boy or their other seasonals, mm-hmm. which is always a double IPA. Yeah, they always target a, a particular ABV, so they all come in at the same ABV. But on the seasonal stuff, it is it's the methodology of the the double hopping for an IPA. Mm-hmm. But with this, instead of using like two different ones, or we had one that had four different yeah. hops in it. They used a single hop. This is a single mosaic hop. Mm-hmm. And then it was the methodology of making a double IPA. And single hop beers are a lot of fun if you find them because you can really dive down into that flavor profile of that singular hop. And this one has mosaic, which is one of the most popular um, hops now. It has been. It is so grapefruity. It's so grapefruity. It is. It is. You get a lot of grapefruit. You got a lot of like grapefruit rind. Yeah. You get pith a lot of it. And then you also get a very strong with mosaic. You get a strong like kind of undercurrent of like mango, like really, really um, ripe mango where it's almost a little bit of a of a funk to it mango. Yeah. So I think in. But it's almost all on the finish. Mm-hmm. So the for me, at least yeah. on the initial drink, it's just like on the nose and on the initial drink, it is just all grapefruit. Yeah. I mean, just like grapefruit, like you bit into a grapefruit mm-hmm. and then it does go into the grapefruit rind where mm-hmm. it's that's grapefruit flavor, but it's bitter, More like it's bitter, sour. Yeah, it's pith. Yeah, pith, um, yeah. yeah, that pith flavor or yeah. Or if you don't clean your citrus right and you've got all that white shit. Exactly. Everywhere. And that's what pith is. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> it's got that flavor. But then, yeah, on the end, there is that funky that funky if you've ever had like dried out mango Mm -hmm. like where they literally almost just because dried fruit essentially distilled fruit all the water comes out you just have the fruit flavor i i once worked with a brewer who was the head brewer for almanac and they had a uh, ipa that was fantastic that was a mosaic ipa for a long time it was my favorite ipa and he always described mosaic as being like beach beach goer arm sweat so yeah, have, I can like, see that. You get you get a little bit of muskiness. You get a lot of the tropical fruits from yeah, like your it's, your. Uh, it's almost sunscreen, like sunscreen. It's almost. Know? I know this is really making you want to go drink this fucking beer. But no, it, it does. But but really it's good. it's really really good. But it's almost. You know how the smell of banana boat is like that would be mm-hmm. pleasant if it wasn't so fucking strong. Exactly. That's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what that, I'm going. Right. Yeah. So, but this doesn't go to the point of it's unpleasant, but yeah. it is. It is yeah. not just sweet. It is yeah. it is a very balanced out. Now, we've talked about this hop. on the show. Beautiful. I do not like IPAs. Yeah, I know that. I'm not an IPA drinker. I can I can drink hazy IPAs, which we've talked about mm-hmm. and why they are so different and probably why I can drink them. Yeah. I can drink this and yeah. I think it's because of the mosaic. Yeah. And it's because it's more on that fruit mm-hmm. side of it than that because for me, IPAs is just that fucking, you know, those little tree air fresheners exactly. that everybody had in their cars. Yeah. That's all IPAs taste like to me. It's like was... you get in the, that fucking Honda Civic that's got 17 of those little tree air fresheners hanging from the fucking rearview mirror. Yep. That's all it is to me. And it's just like, what, why is, what are you trying to cover? Like what flavor did we put in here so strong that, that we're that, trying that, to cover? That is traditional IPAs. That, that, awful. As they call them, as, as it's called in the business, the CIPAs. So there's certain hops that start with the C, the letter C, Columbus, Cascade, Citra, and uh, Centennial. 
Okay, so it's not C word IPAs. It's just the. Well, the, the you use those those four different hops. You're gonna get it in a minute. It's gonna be great. Oh, am I? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna keep on going until it gets me. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, and then with those IPAs, you get a lot of that like um, bitter flavor to it, and that's what you don't like. So I don't like kippas. Kippas, yes, it's, but. <laughs> I don't like the kippas. I like the dippas. I like or the, the hippas, dippas, though. Or the hippas. Yeah, maybe a, if it's a good mosaic, I'll drink a mippa. But other than a that, mippa, hippa, yeah. dippa, fuck him. No, we can't discuss hippa. That's yeah. like a no. totally. That's, Hippas are not allowed to be discussed. Those are that. not allowed to be discussed, and nobody understands it anyway. Yeah, so no, so we're just, just gonna leave it alone. Oh, I have an idea. Uh-oh. Oh God, it's a beer idea. Cool for a name. Awesome. I love the name hippa. Mm-hmm. But like a hometown longer IPA, just call it the HIPAA. That doesn't. Does that? We are doing something like that coming up. Like a hometown IPA. We are doing an IPL will be our next seasonal release, which is an Indian Pale Lager. Nipple. So nipple. 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 <laughs> it's an India Pale Lager. So we're going to be using the same yeast that we use for our hometown lager, and we're making an IPA out of it with very fruit forward hops. So you're making the HIPAA. I'm making a HIPAA. You're fucking me up. You said. No, HIPAAs are hazy. But you said that yeast determines. Who's what on kind first? Of... <laughs> but you told me yeast determines the type of beer. Yes. So this is a lager. But you so... just said it's an IPA. No, I said it's an IPL. I fucking hate you. It's going to be an IPL. This is, our this next is all awful. Ooh, when is that coming up, though? Uh, that's we're looking for June. Okay. So, so that's June. our beer slot in June to talk yeah. about so, what an IPL is. So it's yeah. a hometown so we re- IPL. Using, no, no, no. We're using the yeast, the lager yeast we use for a hometown lager. We're right. taking that special little right. piece of yeast. So it's the, it's the hometown yeast. Put into an IPL. Beer, an IPL. An IPA-styled beer, but made with the yeast from, from a lager. The hometown. Which is the lager. So it's a hometown IP. So it's not a home. It's, it's the lager yeast. It's the lager yeast. I know, but you could call it the hip replacement. We already called it. We're, we're calling it party at the neighbors. And the the thing is like, it's going to be like the visual is going to be somebody like jumping over the fence using your neighbor's pool when they're not there, <laughs> which we thought was really funny. I like it. I like it. Yeah. First I like beer, it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I told him, I told him I want to make a beer called I want to be inside you. <gasps> Crisis part two. She he already said that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you two like married or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyways, this is very, very good. Um, and it's a good, and, and IPAs and double IPAs can be really, really good if they're balanced correctly. And that's the, that's the, that's what a brewer needs to do. And I think that's the big problem I had with IPAs is one, when I started getting into craft beer, it was right in the middle of all of that. Yeah. The stone IPAs that are just the, like the ah. hopsecutioner and yeah. the, and it was just like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And I'm determined that all of those brewers that made all of those beers, here's what I figured out. Okay, great. I love this. One of two things happened. I can tell you if it's true or not because I know these guys. One of those two things happened to those people Uh to make that beer. Uh Either daddy didn't hug them enough. Right. Or daddy hugged them way too much. It was both. Okay, see? Usually they had two dads. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. Regular dad. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant like they had two dads. And I'm like, no, no. "No, they would have had better taste than this. So like, this is. Yeah, yeah. No, also I was saying they had they had the original dad who never tugged them any, and then they had the stepdad trying to step them in way, way too much. much. So yeah, and now you just and now they just need pain. Yeah, like it's just, just it's the, the only way I can feel anything. Up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also you know, brewers by themselves is just like kind of a, a thing. Is that 
not the most social people. That's fine, but you know when it's shit. Yeah. Well, no, you don't. I know a lot of fucking breweries that tried to sell me beer, and it's like, you know, how do you not know this is bad? Yeah. How have you had everything else that's out there? Yeah. And you drink yours and go, I'm doing, I'm this holds up. I'm, I'm doing I'm, I'm doing an interview probably at the end of the month with a uh, beer um, uh, trade magazine. And that's basically what I'm going to be talking about is that the right now craft beer is down. than what's normal is normal progression is starting to plateau. And I'm just my argument is like it's not actually plateauing. No, it's just bad, the bad beer, ones are filtering out. Bad beer is getting called out. Good beer is still rising to the top. This is beer. actually, as much as I hate social media and how many platforms and everything, everything mm-hmm. can be on, things like that are actually when it's a good thing. Yeah, and I call it a culling. Like, there's a culling going but on it right now into a craft beer. It, it needs to. Yeah. And, then, and, and people who are like, no, you make bad beer, and you're just trying to, trying to get on a, uh, on a trend, you're not going to last. And that's what we're seeing. Yep. You know, people are shutting down because they're not making good product. Yeah. Trust me, I've gone to enough like picking over like breweries that have closed down. I'm just like, y'all didn't make good product. I can tell just walking your brewery, you made shit. I've got I've got somebody I do well was going to do business with that was with one that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. couldn't do it and got picked over and yeah. now is and now he's with the new one and is in here like I'm still bad at my job. And I'm like fucking, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, yeah. Just go do something else. I'm yeah. sure Kinkos it's, is hiring. Yeah, it's just and it, it is what it is, but. It's it's the industry is going through a little bit of a thing right now, which I'm happy for. I'm actually very it's happy healthy. For because it's, it's healthy. healthy. It's healthy. Yeah. I'm like, there's a little bit of saturation in the beer industry right now. And it's you have people like I'm not going to name a name, but there's like a brewery opening up soon. That was just basically like, yeah, I'm a home brewer and I know I'm a home brewer, but everybody else is home brewers. And they're doing all right. So I should oh, okay. you told me about that. Yeah. And I was yeah. Just like, and I was like, motherfucker, you said what now about my industry? Like, yeah, but see, fight? this is one of those, words. this is one of those things though, to where, you know, and, those people, and this is not me trying to be insulting. So let me get my whole statement out before you get all fucking done. defensive. All right. Cool. So cool your hackles. All right. It is not hard to make beer. It is hard to make good beer. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I agree with that. It, okay. Like that's what my I'm saying. hackles did go up. Uh, no, as soon as I got the first line out, you were like, Motherfucker! I was like, because it's not hard to make beer no, i can i can i can go on amazon and order that fucking mr beer kit right. and it'll show up and i'll make right. some sort of bullshit it'll be beer it'll be beer by it'll the definition of beer it'll get you drunk it and is you beer yourself but it'll get you it's do trash it. yeah but you can do it and you know it's so there's a lot of people out there like i make beer and i'm like okay you do you make beer yeah that doesn't mean it's good beer we see it in the game industry yeah it's very similar to the we see thing. in the game industry it is very very easy to actually make a game Right. Very, very easy to make a game. It's very easy to write an RPG. It's very easy to do all of this stuff. It is very, very hard to make something that people want to engage with, that they want to come back to, Mm -hmm. that the quality is there, that they can go. This is something I now want to integrate into kind of my regime, my life. Yeah. And in a craft beer world, not to be insulting to craft beer drinkers, and I am one. It's kind of a lifestyle thing. Yeah, very much. So like. It's a your tap room, my bar, all that kind of stuff. We're kind of a person's like third place. They kind of have like homework, and then they have like our you, bar, you, right? It's, it's you. You're the first one to tell me that kind of idea of a third place. The third place concept. And, I, and, and when you told me that, I was like 100. percent That's what I was trying to do and didn't know I was doing. And that's what we were after when we yeah. built Battle Pub. Yeah. Was look, if you don't even want a game that day, but you want to be around your people and into the stuff that you can come and just be nerdy about. Great. Like it's 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 why everybody loved Cheers. 
is that was that idea of like i know all these people these people are also like what they're into what i'm into like that's that whole thing and that third place concept but you still have it's it's it's, it is a beautiful thought it is a beautiful thought. but you still have to have something quality enough that they're coming to that they want to keep coming to yeah and that's why i'm saying is it's not hard to make beer it is hard to be good at it yes it is and it takes a lot of give a shit to be good at it yep just like a lot of things in this world it's a it's really hard to make stuff well and it's like anything right if you make anything it is very easy to be in love with what you made because you had nothing and now there's a thing and there's a sense of accomplishment with that thing at the end Mm -hmm. but it's very hard to look at that thing and go that is really bad yeah (laughs) and then get rid of it because you made it you have all that time and effort and passion that went into it Mm -hmm. And it's trash. And now you just have to fucking start over. And and, and not to get into like the whole industry kind of thing, but that's also just like in business in general, because we're both business owners. That's why you hire the people you do. Yep. You need to hire people that will push back on you. Yeah. Tell you you're stupid. You need a check. You, you have to have a check. You have to have somebody that can stand there and go, you're wrong. You're wrong. This is shit. Yeah. You know, I don't care what you say. This is bad. We can do better. And you need to have that. You need to have the people that can do that. You need people. somebody that will push back. You also need ones that will challenge you and be like, mm-hmm. you're getting lazy. You're yep. you're resting on the fact that that worked. Yeah. And now you're just trying to replicate and that, that and happens, you're not pushing. That happens so much in the beer industry. Yeah. I mean, so like, it, that's, that's just business, though. And you can get real lazy. And then people want to know why lifestyle brands and stuff die. And it's like they get lazy. They get lazy. Yeah. They, they got like one or one or two, maybe five hits. And they're like, fuck, we'll just replicate. And it's yeah. like, no, that's not. Well, I, th- I think that's any business where you create. I'm like, that's musicians, that is artists, that is beer, that is yeah. whiskey, you know, hundred percent, and know? and cigars, anything where you create nothing, you can't create something out of nothing. It's really easy to just be like, I did it, I'm done. Yeah, I made a hit. Now I can just ride on the fact that my name's on it, and it's yeah. good to go. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, yeah. Speaking of taking good ideas and kind of. That is a great segue. Running with them and hope they're going to work for you. That's why you're in charge of this podcast. <laughs> that was great. Uh, we are going to talk about some good ideas that are uh, not declared, but maybe very obviously borrowed. Yeah. From one place and then put into the 40K universe. Yep, absolutely. So Warhammer 40K has been around um, brief history on the game, not the lore, the game. Yeah. So that you know where we're going with the lore. So I have to right. give you a little bit of a primer. It started so Games Workshop actually is a is a company that started making like backgammon and chess boards and was it really? that's how Games Workshop started. They actually only ever made they made that. gaming accessories. They made like boards and stuff like that. Fascinating. Yeah. Um and Do then they, they still? No. Okay. Um and then they started making miniatures, fantasy miniatures yep. for other game systems and stuff like that. And then they so there was several other iterations. I'm not gonna get into the whole timeline here. But there was a sci-fi game release called Rogue Trader. Yep, that was their that was their guy. That was the birth of forty thousand. That's Warhammer forty thousand is Rogue Trader. Yeah, um, and they're these are actually all fantasy guys. They're big they're big D and D fans. And right. Da, 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 da. So it was all fantasy guys that now made this thing called Rogue Trader, which was the sci-fi thing. That's the birth of Warhammer forty thousand. It's this mm-hmm. game called Rogue Trader, and that's where we first start seeing essentially Space Marines and their first stuff. They also had all these fantasy things, so they took some of their own fantasy, which, let's face it, they didn't write. It's all Tolkienian fantasy mm-hmm. and yeah, high fantasy. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they took all of that. They it's elves together. and orcs and whatever, and they and were like knights and horses and and yada, we'll yada. make it our own. We'll put it in space. Yeah. Um. So when 40k first came along, you had literally 
they were called space elves and space orcs. And that was how we make it sci-fi is we yeah. just put space in front of it. And now it's sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, as it caught on, because Rogue Trader was very popular, they had to start introducing a reason to make an army. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm so yeah. uh, Games Workshop has always been very vocal about the fact that they are not actually a game company. They are a miniatures company with a game attached. Okay. Um, they don't talk about that so much now because there yeah. is so much lore and everything's around I think it. I think that's changed a lot but, for their business But when model, they started, but, yeah. this was a miniatures company yeah. with a game attached. So they're miniatures. It was always like, you can use them for other things. And da, 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 da. now they're like, no, you can't. It's fucking ours yeah, and you only it. use it for us. But they needed more characters to pump out to essentially fuel the game. Also, um, the four yeah. recognized Caitlin. Interesting fact about Games Workshop is that in 1977, they were a printing publishing house uh, because it was too expensive to import stuff like Call of Cthulhu and Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So they printed those RPGs themselves and distributed to the UK. Yeah. So like I said, that's hmm. that's where a lot of that started. Great knowledge, Wikipedia. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but that's where a lot of that started. And that that essentially goes back to the fact that they didn't invent backgammon. Yeah. But yeah. they would make and distribute backgammon boards. Yeah. They didn't make these products, but because of important logistics, hey, we'll just license it and sell it. We'll just sell it for you. Um, so and that's where they started. So they have they have a heritage, I guess. Okay. For lack of a better word. For I don't know what else to history. Yeah. I just like heritage. Good. Trying to put some more flavor on it. Yeah. No, a little little, it. little stank on it. A little 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 Yeah. Hit, trying to hit it with the dipper. <laughs> <laughs> just made me spill out of my beer. Uh, that's alcohol abuse, sir. Um but so when as as World Trader got popular and they had to push it. More and more armies started coming out. Now, you were talking about a bunch of nerds that all get together in essentially a fucking room and are like, yeah, let's pretend anybody got any fucking ideas, right? Yeah. Well, what are nerds going to read or watch or whatever? History. 100% <laughs> history. So what you end up with is, but in the beginning, it was just space marines. It wasn't. Yeah. The story didn't exist. It was just space marines. It was just in what they fight and shit like that. And a rogue trader was essentially just a, somebody that went around the universe and sold shit. But then the emperor said, like, yeah, you're allowed. Like, that's a rogue trader. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. So trader, T-R-A-D-E-R, like Joe. Like, uh, yeah, like uh, merchant. Yeah, like Joe. Joe Trader. Trader Joe? <laughs> trader Vic. Oh, oh. Yeah, now I, I like where you're going. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so they had to come up with other stuff. Now. If you start looking at what else is in the universe, right? So, like, there's a whole army called Tyranids. Right. Right? So, we're breaking down armies now. We're into it, this now. Yeah, well, because now we can start making the... What the Space Marines started fighting. Yeah. So, they started fighting these things called Tyranids. Mm -hmm. Tyranids... It's bugs. ...are giant space bugs. So, now let's look at where else giant space bugs existed before they ever existed in 40K. Anywhere else. And that was in Starship Troopers. Yeah, it's basically the same now, thing. Now, we're not talking about the movie. Yeah. We are and aren't talking about the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. the Starship Troopers is a book. Started as a book. Never read it. Never read it. Uh, the Going fact that that's not on the list of 
should be fucking banned books in the current political climate is beyond me. It's essentially a very it's supposed to be an allegorical thing of like when fascism runs wild. Yeah, yeah, it's satire. Kind of of bad, it's supposed bad. to be satirical, but we don't get to view things like that anymore, which is why we ban books like Mouse. But I know, right? That whatever, is, whatever. Um, but in that book, that is the first appearance ever of power armor. Okay, which is what Space Marines wear, mm-hmm. and they fight giant space bugs that aren't good or evil. They just consume the resources of whatever. Yeah. They're, it's a swarm. It's a swarm. It's, it's like, like locusts. Locusts aren't evil. You don't want them in your farm, yeah. but they're not evil. Like yeah. they're, they if just you've are. ever been, if you've ever been mowing your lawn, and you hit a hornet's nest. It's not evil and it's not good or bad. It's just, they just fucked exist. up and they're coming right. to get you. So in that, but we decide they're fucking here to get us. And the only, to quote the movie, the only good, the only good bug is a, a dead, dead bug. bug. So instead of going like, okay, but you can't reason with just a mindless horde swarm. So it's just, we go to war. Yeah. You gotta fight it. And, and then it's the whole escalation of force thing and why, like, it, yeah, 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 because we decide to inject ourselves into something we shouldn't be injected in. We then aggravate this the whole thing. Anyway, I can't think of that's anything the that book. the United States has ever done that to. Or just, just globally, just globally. like any any government that thinks they have their shit together. Never. No, never would have happened. Nope. But uh, not real. Yeah. So. uh, So, yeah. Anyways. Well, so now you have these giant base bu- space bugs. Yep. And hyper-trained soldiers in power armor fighting each other. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. At all to that you? That is 40K. Okay. That is so, 40K. So you have, so like that's just one piece of pop culture. So if you've ever watched the movie Starship Troopers, right. or if you have ever read the books, which are from the 70s, these are not, we're not talking like the book came out five years later they made the movie. Like it is, the, the novel is old. I need to, I need to read these books. It's good. They're good? It's Are they well written or are they just kind of yeah, like just. I mean, it's 70s sci-fi. Yeah, okay. So you ever read like Ringworld or any of that other, no. any Larry Niven stuff? No. Um, Robert Asprin, any of that kind of, any of that kind of Discworld, any of that? 70 sci-fi is weird. Like, it's just, it's just weird. Cause yeah, I mean, now we just live sci-fi. Like it's, yeah, that's all we have. I mean, now. other than the fact that our, we still travel really fucking slowly. We have almost everything else that's come out of sci-fi. It's crazy like, how much you watch like some of these movies. I was, I was, I uh, was listening to a podcast about um, they were talking about alien and it was just like talking about like how like a lot of the technology that comes in these sci-fi movies back in like the 70s and 60s and stuff like that. It's like we have we have all of it. We have it. Watch Star Trek. Yeah. Literally watch Next Generation. I don't even mean the old shit. Watch Next Generation. We have it. And they're walking around like reading on little tablets and yep. they just can like tell the computer to play whatever music they want. And da, yeah. da, 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 da. the only thing is we don't have the food thing. It, God, I want that. So yeah, right. The, the whole like, yeah, you can't get. I can't be like tea or hot. hot. Yeah, yeah, you can't exactly. get that. No, I uh, want that. And I want teleportation. Where the fuck yeah, are you? We travel slow <laughs> uh-huh. and we can't yeah, manifest things. Other than that, we have everything that's in these fucking yeah, shows. We got it. Um, the FaceTiming. I was going to say, we don't have um, the hologram thing, but we do because we now have like Oculus. Yeah, yeah it's getting the there. It's going to get there. Real well, but quick. now it's wireless. Yeah. Like my Oculus, you still have to plug into a computer, but the Quest is wireless. So if you just have an empty room and you put that on and it's going to stop you with the barrier of the, you can just walk around your virtual space. Like It's going to be in, you know, like in. Like when we are like 70 years old. I don't even think it's that far away. You don't even think it's that no, far? No, because go look at projection mapping. 
Yeah, I guess it's where they're able close. to like they're able to projection map a building and like make it look like something else. And I mean, yeah, yeah, we're we're really close we're right there. Which I'm in. I want to do that. The only so thing bad. that we don't have it, it it exists. We just don't have it on a consumer level. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's a whole other discussion. Jesus. Um. So that's all Starship Troopers. So yeah. that covers essentially the original concept of Space Marines and Tyranids and Tyranids. Um. So Tyranids basically are they're just mindless swarming bugs they're literally their only mission even in the lore is to consume biomass yeah and if you look at well and then they have the whole fucking uh they have a subdivision called the gene stealer cults which in starship troopers they have bugs that can absorb the mind of humans to figure out what they're thinking which is what gene stealer cults do yeah okay so gene stealer so cult, it's straight stolen from starship 100 percent borrowed yeah gw don't don't we sue don't, me yeah. please i sell a lot of your shit um <laughs> sorry g we're sorry gw a, we're gonna get a cease and desist letter in the mail i feel like uh, I, I will frame it and put it right fucking there <laughs> and um, forever we will call i something. love cease and desist letters i'm well, a huge fan best one i ever got was from chiquita banana i'll tell you about that offline oh my god i got really? a chiquita banana cease and desist letter proudest moment it. of my career i love it um anyway that's why i just don't check the mail i don't check mail that's why if i always it. want money from me or the i can't cease anything if i didn't know if i didn't see it yeah so Fine. um send it certified or i can deny it uh <laughs> <laughs> that's your legal advice for today kids <laughs> no it's not i i assume no responsibility for legal and or financial advice <laughs> yeah right um anyways Five bitcoin <laughs> uh now how do you feel about uh Forum. constantly repairing murderous robots uh it's kind of what i do on a for my job really <laughs> yeah yeah like i just uh constantly repairing pumps and like hot water heaters yeah and so stuff. but you've seen terminator yeah terminator 2 yeah all those kind of things right I loved like, it loved it these gun toting first movie terminator 2 is first movie ever watched on laserdisc oh shit yeah yeah fucking laser hot hot yeah, that was the tech. It's a DVD <laughs> the size of a fucking record. It, yeah. Like just as a dinner plate. Yeah, and that costs about four hundred dollars. So, but if you look at the Terminator story and all that kind of stuff, now go look at Necrons. Yep, exact same thing. Necrons are mindless robots moving forward. Yep, that are there to accomplish a mission that they were programmed to be programmed to do. To do and but Necrons are a little bit more than Terminators. They have a lot of Egyptian influence on them as well. Yes, they do. But I, I think that may just be a instead of doing a direct rip, how yeah, do we how do we kind not? of because that's that whole in their story, the souls of the Necrons all get mm-hmm. ripped out and given these metal bodies to make them eternal and da 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 da. So it's the Egyptian borrowing of like why they're all put in metal sarcophaguses and all that. Kind yeah, and of they're stuff. all it's, they're all different. Um, what do they call the um, um, they are. Seps. Or whatever, Seps, they, you know, yeah. they do so, that. And then, and then they also have different, um, you know, dynasties. That's what it stuff. is. It's yeah, dynasties, dynasties and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, so you, that really but tears that's right, to get, to right out whole, from. And it, it, yeah, it, they're they're pulling it directly from that culture. But the whole killer robot thing. Yeah, killer robot is even the look of them, yeah. the way they look and stuff like that. You can't look at the T one thousand and look at a Necron and not go. Same thing. That's eh, the same, same thing. Same thing. Um. Yeah. So yeah, very very much pulled. <laughs> Die. From I hate fighting Necrons. Oh, they're awful. They're awful terrible. to pull. Yeah. Um. I mean, the Orc Army. We talked about them uh, in the last episode. Cotneys. 
and all that kind of stuff. They borrowed a lot of it. It's, it's Irish. They're literally soccer hooligans. That's yeah, soccer hooligans. And, and they were they were there was an interview like three decades ago or some but shit. Yeah, they said it was like, yeah, it was soccer hooligans. Uh, it was. Yeah, that they 100 percent based on soccer hooligans. They want to fight. We don't know why we just but they already they had orcs in their fantasy world. They needed to change it from they used to literally be called space orcs. Yeah, they needed to change it up. And they bit. were mindless. Yeah. Just whatever. And they needed to do something to give them a narrative so, so flavor. A, so a bunch of uh, nerds living in England looked out their window one Sunday afternoon and saw a bunch of people fighting after a uh, after a footy yeah, match. It's also and it was just like, go look. There at, it is. But Figure also go look at Tolkienian orcs. Yeah. So Tolkienian orcs. So the ones from the Lord of the Rings. Right. Their entire culture is based on he who fights the best is fucking in charge. Right. And the bigger they are, the better they fight. They must outrank us like that's yeah, It's the same thing. And that's the they're crafted by a higher magical power. Like yeah. it's and they're the literally they're literally borrowed. Um, so, I mean, it's. It is. It, there's it is. not a lot of difference there. There is because but, but it's also really fun with 40K is that you can kind of see these armies that they have that they're selling and being like you can relate to them or not like relate to them but at least but at least be like yeah like and that's that. and that's like why it. we're doing this this is not a gw just rip stuff off sure they do who cares but do you know well, the most- reason we're doing this is that if if 40k is something you're interested in getting into even if you just want to go read the stories we're trying to give you some of the the analogs from other pop culture you might know mm-hmm. that go okay that sounds dope as shit i'll go read that stuff yeah or exactly. whatever because i always said like there's three ways you can do you can enjoy um 40k you can enjoy 40k by reading the lore you can enjoy 40k by playing the game on tabletop or you can infor- uh, enjoy 40k by doing art you know i mean like caitlin you're big into the artwork by the way i saw your angron yeah fucking beautiful you Thank nailed you. that knocked it out of the park three weeks that was amazing you did such a good job yeah so I like- Whenever I get, whenever they, whenever GW decides to, to uh, release Lehman, you're getting my Lehman. Congratulations. Perfect. I feel like he's coming, but yeah, there's, the, we've talked about this multiple times. There's multiple different types of Warhammer players. And exactly like you said, there's those that like to paint, those that hate painting and would rather play mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. So I'm And very then you also much, have like Big Jim who just does lore. Like yeah. that's all he is. And I prefer painting. I do play, like I play Necromunda. I'm excited for 40K. Getting out of AOS because I just, oh my God, I have so much plastic I need to get rid of. Well, and yeah. so, I mean, you brought up Angron. Yeah. Who, well, I was, just, I was complimenting her Angron. Right, beautiful. but you brought that up and that, that reminded me of all of the demon structure. Yeah. So in 40K, the evil side is all demons. Yeah. And they're all very recognizable from, borrowed from other cultural representation of what a demon is of what these demons are so that's all borrowed um so there's 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 a lot in it that is borrowed and tweaked whatever you want to call it inspired by i mean like whatever the loophole is on it if you make something and this is what i've always told people especially with going kind of back to here you stand on the shoulders of giants you well, it also helps. Make, you don't try to reinvent the wheel. You just do what. It also helps that the, the British statute of limitation limitations on IP theft is like 
five years or some shit. Is that it? Yeah, so if you don't get sued fast enough, you essentially just are allowed to run with it. So when you understand that law and then yeah, can roll it out and yeah, then you just roll it out. But it's yeah, but they did it in a way that it doesn't it's not GW did a really really good job with um but they've made their own world now. But they made their own world. Yeah. It's, it's all it's all connected and it makes sense in a certain way. Yeah. You know. The only thing that I don't like is how quick they are to sue people that appreciate their world like the youtube channels they've shut down or the cease and desist they've given or the but that's also the usage rights and stuff yeah but they're essentially capitalizing on the fact that hey we got away with it but you're fucking not well we know like that's yeah yeah. it's a little gross i mean i i still own so much games workshop product and we'll continue to buy it i continue to sell it it's it is it's a good company it's a good company they're the greatest tabletop war game company that has ever existed they're the biggest in the world they have the best world if you don't give a involved and if you don't give a fuck about the story and you're just thinking like i like to build little dudes it's some of the best looking plastic out especially they're an amazing model company so they do it right now now if all of that stuff that you may have seen doesn't go make you go like oh fuck maybe 40k is something i dig there's some stuff out there you could actually go watch. Movies you could go watch, other stuff that if you kind of want to see what that world would look like if it was real, uh there's some things that you could go and dig into that Oh, there's some really great. There's that, there's free stuff online that you can do. There's free stuff online that is that is GW that it's literally based on this world. The Astartes. There's also the, the Astartes short is absolutely phenomenal. Um oh my god, it's so beautiful. The Chronicles of Riddick. Yep. Yep. That is Actually, all the Riddick films. So the first one is him fighting Tyranids. Yep. Uh, the second one is quite literally the Imperium shows up. Like that is. That is what it is. That yeah. is the Imperium shows up in that movie. He's fighting the Imperium and then just ends up being in charge of the Imperium. But yeah. it, that it's that is the Imperium of man has mm-hmm. has appeared. It. Yeah. Uh, they're doing their they're doing the damn thing. Yeah. Um. They're on a great crusade across the galaxy to to claim the galaxy. Like it's- the, the, the other the other IP like that they that the the filmmakers have literally said like oh no we we use Games Workshop as it is Event Horizon. Yes, Event Horizon. So is Event a Horizon, a hundred percent. Especially if we've talked about it a lot on this. There's a thing called boarding actions, which is literally it's all on a spaceship. Yeah. Like it's. It, that's, and it's also the the whole chaos, like hey, you have to go through hell to get through fast like travel. Yep. You know that's that's what Event Horizon's all about, yep. and it's a great view of like, hey, what if they didn't know? You know, you if you to do it's like the first time they ever tried to do fast and light, and they realized like, oh fuck. My uh, mentor at film school is actually the uh, production designer for that film. Well, he is a good guy. He also designed Pinhead. Jesus, did he really? Oh, no, I'll talk to you. His first job at 15 was on the set of Star Wars. Like, I'll I'll give you his breakout. Like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Learning underneath him was... That's so cool. The stories I heard were... Yeah, that's oh, so cool. God. Yeah, I love... That stuff fascinates me. It's also, he also ate peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. He was an interesting guy. Yeah, I don't like him now. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm out. He was British. So, yeah, did, yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's talk about Space Marines. Let's let's, um, dig, let's dig okay. deep into Space Marines so, because Space Marines also, in themselves have their own factions that are you're based a, on her core. If you're a fucking Halo fan, yeah. Oh, that's what Space Marines and are. they literally are Space Marines. That is the that is what United Federation 
Marine Corps, whatever the yeah. fuck they are. UN, UNSC, United Nations. USMC. Um, no, that's the actual just <laughs> Marine Corps. Never mind. Yeah. USMC is literally the United States Marine Corps. I retract my appreciation. Yeah. statement. Thank you. For uh, <laughs> but they're Space Marines. Master Chief is a Space Marine. Yeah, he's that, that is a that is a that is a genetically modified power armor wearing space marine like Human, that, yeah that's a space marine yeah um that is a gw space marine plucked up and stuck on larry niven's ring world yeah halo and i played the dog shit out of it so don't be like love oh, I, fucking, I love halo that is two other ips that got stolen and slammed together so if you were a fan of that yeah you're you're a big fan of gw you just don't know it yet yeah yeah. if if you like that yeah um so but yes then you have the space marines and as the story grew you couldn't just have oh we just have super soldiers just coming out our ass they're just they're everywhere yeah and they're they had to be separated and legionized right because you needed specialties you need everybody needed a job right and we've kind of talked about this before on the show but it's with this, you can see where they borrowed stuff. So the very, very obvious one, the space wolves are based on Vikings. Yeah. Space Vikings. You know, there is a, there is a slight bit of, and I really hate the, the, I hate the amount of hate it gets from on the internet about Wolfie McWolf, Wolf, Wolfersons, you know, well, because well, they, okay, there was look, a time they did that and they're getting away from it. But here's the deal. When they started it, I, I, I feel like, Short-term memory starts coming in where people don't realize just how ignorant we fucking were. Shit, I'll say it, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. How small-minded and lack of global vision people had. Yep. Because you just didn't fucking know what was going on. You didn't know what was going on the state over, let alone yep. the other side of the world or historically or, or anything. Like, nobody knew any of this shit. Yeah. So, yes, a lot of it came from a point of ignorance. GW has made corrections. So, but but right now, yeah, Space Wolves are doing a great job of being like we are Vikings. Especially if you read any of the horse heresy lore, yeah, on them, they're like but, we do. We are Vikings, but they are Vikings in the concept of wave top Vikings. Yeah, like it's the what it's the everything's pointy and you wear fur and everybody's just hammered and I, not the like we know that historically now they were actually a very structured culture and yeah, like yeah men and women were very equal and like they were an incredibly they advanced society they, they also do that in the lore where you know they, they have now it's not where now. it started it's not where it's now. so but now but, in the lore like in that like kind of you know men and women are very equal yep. they also treat that as like space wolves the the actual space marines of the space wolves and their serfs are very much on an equal footing they are and it's an earned respect thing and that's yeah. fine but this isn't a fucking yeah. woke conversation it's a wave top space marines are vikings got it um moving on ultramarines are the romans romans there's um, no way to do that yeah. and you know right down to the extreme strategy extreme discipline the whole nine yards they have a huge empire. Romans, big fans of pillars, like they are. Love Marvel. Yeah, huge big Roman fan of Marvel. Roman kind of jam. Yeah, yeah. Just if you if you if you read, if you're like Julius Caesar was a pretty cool guy. Boy, do we have an army some boys for you. For you. They yeah. are it. And it was the whole like, and their whole legion is about the whole like. Oh, you've got a planet. Let's tell you how to improve it. Yeah. Like we. Well, fucking your planet is now my planet and i made it better yeah by the way i also built a road it, like yeah. it's yeah and they they do a lot of road building they do a lot they do a, a lot, lot of road a lot of road building hey, a lot of columns while you're gone i put this aqueduct in yeah 100 yeah. 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 percent. yeah hey, you like plumbing 
Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Now you, you have plumbing. plumbing. By the way, I'm going to take 10% of your population. They're going to fight for me now. Yeah. And but uh, that's just what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. Yeah. It, we're going to have a, a lot of eagles, pillars, things on sticks. It's going to be great. Yeah. Can't let your banner touch the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty much all the rules. You'll be good. Uh, this is Bobby G. Uh, yeah, he's in charge. He likes to orate. Yeah. <laughs> I declare yeah. on my honor. Yeah. I shall destroy the foes of my father. Yeah. I wrote this book. All the rules are in the book. Anything and everything that could ever happen, I put it in the book. book. Read the so, book. So read the book. Uh, so you've got, uh, let's go through the big ones here. All right. Uh, let's go through the legions. Uh, well, just the big boys. We don't need to get into all the fucking. Emperor's like, children are Grecian. Uh, hundred percent. The emperor's children are Greeks. That is an entire legion that is built on how pretty can we make it? Yeah. That is a art first. Art first. And then how many ways can we fuck? Yeah. 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 It's a art first and I like to fuck. What do you like to fuck? I didn't say that. I just said, I like to fuck. Like I didn't, I like to find out what I like to fuck. Yeah. (laughs) I'll, I'll let you know after I fuck. Yeah. Yeah. that was positive. Yeah. Negative. Yeah. That's <laughs> all it is. Uh, yeah. Big on poems, plays, plays just yeah, uh, music, culture, culture, art. Uh, yeah. And it's either the greatest or nothing. nothing. It, like you don't even Book like yourself. you can start a sculpture. And if you get halfway through the sculpture and it's like, this isn't going the way I want it. You're done. You just throw it away. Start over. Yep. Like it's that's it. It's just it's the perfect. best. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, and it's that first. You also just happen to be a good soldier, a good fighter later why because we do everything the best and that's just a so we practice and practice and fucking practice some more and when you're done practicing slug some water you practice again yeah go back to practice yeah so he's that he's that horrible uh high school football coach yeah it's the guy that's (laughs) like i have nothing else to offer but this these abs that's Mm -hmm. that's what i've got yeah and And we're gonna go practice it's that and i'm gonna sit here and i'm not gonna understand what any of this is art about any of this art is for but i know a lot of buzzwords yeah. And if it's like that, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> I will buzzword the shit out of you. Fuck yeah. 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 And if I kind of, if I didn't get it or it makes me upset while I'm at it, it was shallow and pedantic. And I don't even know what those words mean. A uh, what now? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's just, that's how this works. Yeah. All right. So what else do we got? We got uh, you got the blood angels, which are vampires, Victorian vampires. Yeah. That is what they are. There is no, there's nothing. GW is like very on the nose with that one. with blood angels. Okay. If you have ever watched HBO's true blood, you know, the blood angels. Yeah. They're vampires. They're, They're vampires, vampires, but not vampires in the mindless. I'm just a hunter. Yeah. It's the, I know I'm a vampire and I struggle. That I struggle with my vampirism vampire. and I don't want to fall to the rage, but Boys gotta uh, eat. Like, hey, they gotta, they gotta yeah, do it's Saturday night. Yeah. I got nothing going. Uh, huge the guy thing. called me and I said, "Yeah, yeah." Uh, <laughs> We're going outs- to the bar tonight. Outstanding yeah. loyalty to my maker. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all by the blood for the blood. Like that's a, a lot of blood talk. A lot of blood, blood talk. talk. Yeah. Yeah, I read the thing. lore on them sometimes. I'm just like, all right, Ooh, it's like, this blood. is spicy. Yeah, yeah. this no is one getting talks a little... shit about the blood angels about blood, but they talk about the space wolves. It's wolves. in the name. It, yeah. Like, what, you can't get away from that. It's like, it's not all about it. It's in the name. Yeah, they're all about they have it. abilities that are like the blood of chalice, the chalice of blood, and the blah blah blah. Like yeah. it's blood, blah blah blood, blood 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 bloody McBlooderson. That's people like to make fun of the wolves. Yeah, come on, figure it out. Let's go. Power was even red. Yeah. 
you can't have dragons in space, so they made the salamanders. Yep. Uh, and that's straight up what that is. That is just a what's the solution? Fire. Fire. Yeah, yeah, it like, makes you, it's hard. It's hard as your your heart is. Yeah. And their whole thing is and that's the salamander is just another word for dragon. It's another mytho- mythological creature. Yeah. That's just a fire breathing dragon. And then the, uh, the other one, Dark Angels, Arthurian legends. Dark Angels is it's the round table. The round that is table. that is just the Arthurian story turned into a legion. So if you're really into King fucking Arthur and chivalry and all that stuff and chivalry the right way, meaning you speak really well in public and then behind closed doors, you are willing to like sleep with a man's wife or gut a dude in the like gut a dude in public. Like, but if nobody saw it, but if nobody it saw happen. it, then you're still honorable. Um, yeah. yeah, that's but they also steal uh, or not steal. They borrowed a lot of stuff from literature, too. So there's history, like, for example, the Night Lords. Conrad's uh, um, Conrad Conrad uh, Kurz. Kurz, yeah, was a straight was a straight. Uh, you can see that all the way from across to Heart of Darkness. Real, that's where you're going with it. It's Heart of Darkness. Heart of Darkness. The guy's name was Con. It was Kurz. Colonel Kurz. Colonel Kurz. Oh yeah, they borrow a lot of that. They borrowed that, that but that it's also of Heart of Darkness. There is like it, it's Apocalypse Now. Like that is yeah okay Night I'll Angle, give you that the, the end that of is what yeah the Night I'll Lords give you are. I'll give you Apocalypse Now yeah Apocalypse Now that's what the Night Lords um, were I'll give you I'll give you Apocalypse Now that's it's very much they took that story into, so not it's not all based on like major cultures it's it is but borrowed also from that kind of stuff I'm like they also with uh, uh the Raven Guard that is very stolen from Edgar Allan Poe well I mean know? they're literally called the Raven Guard right. it's yeah. not like they're trying to hide much here that is. Yeah. Those are the emo boys of the yeah. 40k universe. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, if you're a big Poe um, fan and that kind of stuff, Raven Guard, Raven Guard, all day, they got you, yeah, they got you. All but yeah, no, day. the Night Lords have always been a fan. I've been a fan of them because the the very Jack the, the Ripper. Yeah, they're just, but they're also they, there was like they, the whole idea of Conrad Kurz when he was um or Colonel Cuts or whatever from uh, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, when he goes name? native, when he goes native was like there was like there is no good or evil. Evil. There's winning. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and that's what the Night Lords about. Like, there's no good or evil, especially uh, when I they mean, were when they were when you start decorating your armor with body parts. That's a but then there, it goes mm, to an extreme. But yeah. it's always but that's that's what he did in Apocalypse Now, where they were just sitting there being like, "Hey, if I need to skin a hundred people to make ten thousand give up, yeah, then it's what I'm going to do it." So you know, but the reason we bring all this up is if there's some sort of pop culture shit out there that you're into. Mm-hmm. it's probably in the 40k universe somewhere like it's 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 there what recognize Caitlin. what do you want i got one Uh-oh. i got two okay all right, great hit me yeah great all right mad max is necromunda but so is dread with the okay enforcers. dread is necromunda so is mad max mm, you Ash need to Ways? watch you need to watch original mad max okay the remake you're talking about Fury Road? Yeah. Fury Road and Ash... Ash Waste is 100% borrowed. So Necromunda has an expansion that came out about a year ago called called Ash Waste. Okay. And it's outside the major city. Mm-hmm. And it's in out... Like in the blown out fucking... And vehicles get involved and they're all ramshackle. And right. it's da, da, da. Yeah. It's Mad Max. Oh, that's cool. Ash Waste is Mad Max. Necromunda... Dread. Is fucking that's judge dread judge dread it's yeah. straight up the palatine enforces are and the uh arbites yeah are the uh that those are the judges mm-hmm. everybody else is some crazy gang that's running some major yep. block and they eat people and everybody's just there to make credits and sell drugs sell drugs get yeah get from day from live from today to tomorrow 
Right. Next and and that whole like we get a crime reported every 17 seconds. We can only respond to one in 3000. That is fucking Necromunda. That is also Judge Dredd. Necromunda is 100 percent Judge Dredd. And one one of the greatest um, uh, uh, successor chapters, Black Templars, the Templars, it's it's the Knights Templar. They did. They weren't even. Yeah, it wasn't even like subtle. No. It's a hundred percent. So the black Templars in the game are religious zealots that have no patience for anything that does not declare that the emperor is a God. Yeah. And all they do is they crusade around and they protect and they kill things. That's it. That's what Knights Templar did. And that's what they do. Yep. So uh, anyways, it all comes down to. Yeah. If there's some piece of history you dig or some piece of pop culture you're into, GW has probably stuck it in 40K. And it even goes into successor chapters and stuff like that. You can find somebody that you are into. Now, we know this pretty well. So if you're listening to this episode and you have like, hey, I'm really into this. Does it? Yeah. Is that a gateway for me to get into 40K? If I can drop it in the comments and we'll we'll, we'll bring it up. I'll see if we can find something. Even a lot of the successor chapters with like the new ones that are coming out. Space Sharks. Space Sharks, the Carcharodons. Love the Carcharodons. (laughs) Yeah, they're such they're so Space they're sharks. so fucking cool. Um, but even like you have like the Spears of the Emperor, you yeah, know, that have come out. They're all, you know, very much like um, the picks, like the early, uh, um, the early uh, Great British um, people. Um, and then there's also the um, what's the other one that uh, the lions or. Um, the Imperial Fist chapter that was almost wiped out. Well, boy, you're going to have to come up with what timeline. We're getting to a whole fucking... Yeah, 40K right there with uh, Gr- uh, um, Chaplain uh, Grimaldus. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah you're digging into anyway, it. Anyway, that, that, that one is a very much... It, they're very much um, the Zulu tribe. Oh, they okay. They follow the Zulu tribe. So they're very much like like warrior Zulus, and it was really fantastic. That they did that, but they're all constantly pulling in all of these different ideas from different sides, and they're making some really fun successor chapters and people that are going to be entering into the lore that you can get into. And like they have fucking like they made that new Primaris one that we talked about that all they do is boarding actions. Yep. Yep. Well, that's the spheres. Yeah. No. No. There's another one too. There's like a um, they like they basically come from a sea planet, and what they do is they have a huge navy, and they just do naval actions. That's awesome. Like, if you want to just like, if you like the idea of like, oh, I mean, that's the other thing too. And we talked about it before when we talked, because people have asked like what books to read and all that kind of stuff. And we've talked about like Gaunt and all those kind of guys. If you're really into like, what I'm I'm a big Call of Duty fan. Okay. We got you on that too. Like, Astro Militarum. Yeah. yeah, It's, there's Astro Militarum stories. It's like, I'm a big fan of Master and Commander. And it's like, let me introduce you to the Imperial Navy. Like, which are cool. They're super dope. And they wear the badass jackets and they've got cool hats. And just you with the hats. Dude, I am, I totally believe that in global social structure, both corporate, religious, military, and everything should be based on the size of your fucking hat. I'm in. I can't not be in. I'm like, in. Like, yeah, I want a big hat. I want a nice hat. Right. I love hats. Like, like fuck I it. got shitty hair. I'm down. I'm CEO here. Yeah. Fucking give me a hat. Give me a hat. Get a top hat. You should get top hats. A if you get a top hat, I'll top get a top hat. hat. Okay, we're getting top hats. Or, or, what's happening. We're or, getting top hats. 
As CEOs, we get to choose what our headgear is. Oh. Okay. How about? Okay. Like flat brimmed hat, uh-huh. ridiculous feather. Oh, the bigger the feather, the more higher up you are. I like Worked that for too. pirates. Worked for pirates. I'm just saying plumage. Yeah, more plumage. Plumage. I want multiple feathers. When I was thinking I of like top a- hat. <laughs> When I was thinking of top hat, I was thinking of like a Doug Dibidone hat. Oh, no, not just height, not height, complexity. Look, I'm not a huge fan of the church, any church, church in general. Organized religion scares me. Right. Like as a general, because there's no logic decision. Sorry for all of you out there that whatever it is, what it is. You're allowed to believe what you want to believe. I believe what I want to believe. I can respect it. I don't have to understand it, but I can respect the fact that it's your jam. Got it. Right. Great. Good PSA. One thing I do like about the Catholics, hats. It's hat structure, baby. It is hat structure. Like if you're just a local padre, little it's hat. nothing. Or you get the little, the little yarmulke, the little, the little, little, the little disc, the little right? Then you start getting up. You to get to cardinal or bishop. Hat. Bishop gets the little like flappy hat. Yep. Cardinals yep. get that weird like Chinese takeout hat that yep. they get to fucking yep. wear. Yep. And then you get then, then and then pope. the pontiff himself gets that just, just looking like a chess piece. Yeah, like it's, he's walking around. But you know, ducking between doors. You could know nothing about the Catholics. You could walk into a room with five different levels of priests in there, and, and you go like, like You're "That charge. man's in charge." I know he's in charge. Yeah. That is a nice hat. Look at that hat. I can like imagine. If jazz was ever pope, it would never happen. But if you no, were, well, you have to be Catholic first. They would be technically like, he could be. It, it is not a requirement to be Catholic to be a pope. I don't really. Yep. It's actually not even required that you be ordained. Yep. Anyway, if you so were jazz for Catholic pope, twenty twenty four, they would tell you that the hat was, was was reserved for like special occasions. You'd be like, no, fuck it, I'm wearing it all the this time. Is, this is like, like daily like, headwear. Um, excuse me, but. I'm God's representative on earth. And God just whispered in my ear <laughs> and said that I'm sleeping in this bitch. Said, <laughs> this is my hat. So I can imagine jazz at breakfast eating his like hard boiled egg and his fruit and his cheese. Cause they're very Italian with his big old hat on. And his, like, little <laughs> just, just sitting there in my robe and my hat, and my fruit loops, just, <laughs> like, <laughs> just going down. Just like looking half zombie. Just, nom, yeah, yeah. Nom, nom. Just like, what do we got today? <laughs> What do we got on the What do we got on the docket? Dude, like, well, just... We gotta We gotta clean the hat. Like bring in the backup hat. Yeah, <laughs> I got four hats on I rotation. Got, I, just, <laughs> I, I respect. I'm just saying. I think the whole if the whole population went to hats determine rank structure, mm-hmm. we'd be in a far better place. I think we would be. Do you know who actually did uh, a hat structure like that? Other than the Catholics? Other than the Catholics. I have no idea. But if you were to do it, I don't know if he did it, but Russ would have done it, and he would have been right. Oh, God damn it. Oh, he would have been right. Oh, I've been, I've been whiplashed by this. <laughs> that was Bamboo. smooth. You liked that? I liked you it. You liked that? I liked but it. Anyway, to summarize, Russ is right, but also 40K is a lot of things that you can find interest in that if you, if you get into your niche, kind of... Don't look at all the other fluff because it can get too much, but find your niche, go into it, then work your way out. That's where you dig. And then you see where it links in because they, yeah. they've done all the linking, but just find your your Find path. your guy. Yeah, Don't, yeah. It's it's so big when you look at it, but then when if you get down yeah. to the minutia, then you're like, oh, I like that. 100%. Don't try and catch up on 40 years of storytelling. Mm-hmm. It like Get catch up. On and that's actually front. not an exaggeration. This is actually the 40th, 40th year of Warhammer. Is it really? Yeah. That's fucking amazing. That's a thing. So... 
anyways, uh, May 6th, if you are in San Antonio, Second Pitch Beer Company, yep. the, uh, the, the IPA Festival. The Dip Up Festival. Dip Up Fest. Dip Up Fest, yeah. So we're doing a home brewing. Uh, it's a home brew palooza. And it's actually very exciting because so we have a bunch of really good home brewers in San Antonio. We're going to be. Oh, excuse me. There it is. Um, we have uh, people submitting their beer for it. It's a uh, homebrew competition. And the winner of it, once we figure out who the winner is, they get to brew their double IPA on our um, professional system. On the big boy? On the big boy. Ooh. And it goes on draft at second pitch. Having having gotten the chance to brew on the big boy, it's yeah. a blast. It's fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's so good. So so if you win the double IPA palooza, this is you get three things. You get A, you get to name the beer. You get to make the beer. We follow your recipe. We scale it up to where we are. Then we are going to enter that beer into the Great American Beer Festival Pro-Am. So you can also win a medal at the uh, GABF medal, potentially, if you're good at it. And you get to choose what next year's beer is. Okay, if you win the DIPA Festival, might I recommend for name, you call it When I DIPA, You DIPA, We DIPA. When I DIPA, You DIPA, We DIPA. (laughs) When I dip, you dip, we dip. I put your hand up on my hip. When I dip, you dip. I like it. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> just, that's some, just some 90s hip hop right just there. Just throwing that out there. No, I love it. That I one's free. It. But yeah, so, but then if you win, you get to choose what next year's beer is, too. Oh. So it's not always the double IPA. Last year was a pale ale. All Last right. year before that was the Kolsch. I'm ordering my Mr. Beer Kit. Yeah. You have a year to get ready. <laughs> no, you have for May 6th. May 6th. I'm coming. Uh, and it's going to be fine. Don't worry okay, about fine. it. Great. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, we're going to, we're going to drink Jazz's terrible beer and <laughs> we're going to hopefully find awesome. a good one in there. Uh, that same weekend here is actually the Alamo GT. Uh, really great, great, great. Uh, which is going to be absolutely ridiculous. I think we have 139 registered players for that GT. Really? And it's a golden ticket tournament. So that is, if you win it, you go to the world championships in Atlanta. That's fantastic. So uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a hell of a weekend. We're going to see some of the best players in the world. Uh, It's being broadcast live. Really? Uh, So. um, Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. I think it's uh, war games live or whatever. It's massive YouTube channel that broadcasts all the major GTs. So it is going to be a live broadcast. Are you going to bring anyone into the studio? We are. We'll be using both the podcast and the live floor to be broadcasting that out. Fuck, That's amazing. Um, We're going to be doing, I'm trying to get some interviews and stuff done during that weekend too, with some of these players. We have international players coming in, people coming in from all over the country. So should be a lot of fun. Some beautiful army is going to be on display too. Just, I just, I'm just looking forward to seeing the hobby, the the hobby at at work is going to be awesome. Uh, And, if you want to see some of those beautiful armies and you want to try the crisis, crisis to be available. I have put, you want to go into the crisis right now. I, I have put Jim on the spot. You have said it's going to be ready. It's going to be ready. Why don't you hit the public with what the crisis is? So the crisis is basically, no, you tell how we came up with the name of the crisis. You go. Okay. There. So in, in the, the fledgling days of Jim and I's friendship, romance, bromance, it's, that's where it's evolved into, <laughs> uh, heterosexual life mate you mean yeah. i mean I, i'm not gay but look at him i mean what's why it's heterosexual life mate yeah uh i mean i'd fuck him but yeah, i appreciate that yeah two dads <laughs> um <laughs> anyway the name anyways uh we had a trivia night actually here at uh my bar yeah and, you, and we did a pint night with second pitch yeah it was a lot uh, of fun. It was a lot of fun. A bunch of beer people showed up. It was uh, my store was like a whopping like 30 days old. Yeah. 
and uh, a bunch of beer people showed up and we drank a, we drank a lot of beer and we did this thing called beer IQ and it was a, a trivia night. And there was a question that came across that said, why was beer not canned until like the 1940s Yeah, or something like, like that? that? Yeah. And the three answers were, uh, aluminum shortage. Yeah. Uh, aluminum. Something. The shape of the can or something like that. And then the third answer was the, the crisis. crisis. And that was it. There was no explanation for what the crisis was. It was just the crisis. So Jas and I. And so uh, for months, it was just this inside joke between me, you, my wife, your wife, Paige. Yeah. yeah it, like of, of like the answer to everything was just like the crisis. The, Why didn't we do this? Of, get done. It was the it crisis. Was the, it, was the it, crisis. Was the it was the crisis. And it was just. And so uh, in, in the long. Passive prodding of me getting Jim to let me make a beer with him for my bar. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, we don't run on a hat structure. So I was like, well, an exclusive beer is kind of close to a big hat. So, right. No, uh, you can put the can on their head. <laughs> I, I finally got Jim to agree to do a beer and he was like, well, we got to name it whatever. And I was like the crisis. And I was like, and just make it as strong as possible. But I want it to taste like Biscoff cookies. And Jim went, no, <laughs> just, that was, just like a big, I was a hard no. Yeah, it, was, yeah, like, it wasn't no. even like a, I don't know. It was just no. No, next question. Yeah, it was a hard pass. Which is, if you get to know me, that is my normal response to anything. Yeah. Is so I finally got him, no. when I asked him to do a beer for us, the first answer was no. But just, and I believe it was like, you're just not big enough. But was actually the answer yeah. we got was, which really meant you're not important enough. I didn't mean that. Uh, but now I flirted with him did. enough that he's willing to make me you a beer. Did. So he did. Um, so now we have the crisis. So why don't you explain what so the, the crisis, crisis we is. did a, we wanted to make a ginormous beer and me and my brewer were like kind of joking about one day and we can do a double mash. So we basically take, uh, the wart that runs off of the mash and we reuse it onto another bed of grain to make even more sugars. And we were saying like, we could do that. And so we did it. And that's when we made, decided that we were going to do this for Jass and the crisis. Cause, cause, uh, Jas was basically like, I want to have a beer that's like 18% and all this kind of nonsense. And so we figured out how to do it. And it turned out all right, I think. And we made this beer. And I basically went to Jas and I was like, fine, we'll make the crisis. And then he was like, well, I want it to taste like Biscoff cookies. And I was like, no. And then he was like, talk to Paige, <laughs> who is my QC manager, and was like, hey, Paige, can you tell Jim I wanted to be Biscoff cookies? And then Paige came to me and was like, Hey, we're going to make it taste like this by using these ingredients. And I was like, fine, that makes sense. And then uh, we made this beer and well, it was I, a crisis. I when think I made your it. mind was you. Were, I, I wanted to make beer and then show up with cases of Biscoff cookies and pour them into your system. That's what I saw. Yeah. And you were just like, there's no absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely. You're not doing this no. to my to yeah, my system, to my, to my product. And. But it wasn't that. It was, I wanted that flavor profile. Right. And so we made this beer and it was a pain in the dick. It was a lot of fun, though. It was a lot of fun. But as brew days go, it was a less than successful brew day. No, it was a successful brew day. It was just twice as long as what brew days typically are. So it was a less than successful brew day. We got McDonald's. We did get McDonald's. So, okay, it's a semi-successful brew day. I'm like, whenever we can have a Big Mac and look up Jass on also, for Big Macs. Neither. 
Jesus. <laughs> uh, don't do that. That thing has like over 2 million views. I know. Everyone knows what a Big Mac is. It's ridiculous. Anyways, uh, also, neither one of us had to do like, like the real back-breaking part. No. So no. I'm going to call it a success. I'm going to call it a success. It's not like we had to figure no. out how to filter that. Shit. Like, it no. happened. It happened. And uh, it was, but it was, it was hard. It was a good beer. And it, at the beginning, we were like, this might work. And then it became, it's not going to work. And then it became, uh, we're going to have to dump this. And then it was a, wait, actually, we might not have to dump this. And now it's kind of been circling up. So it's a reverse bell curve on the life of this beer. It was like, oh, this is going to be great. This is not so good. This is terrible. This is, I'm getting rid of it. Ooh, this is not so bad. This might be good. Could it be good? It's good. Maybe. And that's where we're at right now. Yeah. So uh, we're a couple of days out from this. From this. From the finishing touch to see. To, 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 to actually like what it would taste like if I pulled the handle and it no went idea into. What it, I have no idea what it's going to be like. So we've we, well, we've been checking it along the way. But and you know, the last like, check that I had on it was like a week ago. Yeah. And we were all right with it. And I wasn't mad at it. Well, mad at it. I wasn't well, mad at it. It was not the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth facts are we gonna uh, barrel age any of it yeah for fun yeah for funsies for funsies, for funsies. it's uh that's it, what they're working it, on tomorrow it wasn't bad i've i've had it and i had it like a week ago at warm at, yeah warm no carbonation no nothing and i'm not gonna lie if you'd poured me another one i'd drink it i'm i i'm i am i'm i am cautiously optimistic on this beer yeah so, so but it's gonna be out it's gonna get you drunk and it's, it's going to taste like something new. It is effective, and it definitely doesn't taste like anything else out there. No, it doesn't. It's like a barley wine. It tastes like a barley wine, but it's a it, very different barley wine. Yes. As far as, like, texture and tone, mm -hmm. it's a barley wine. It yeah. doesn't taste like a barley wine. Like, yeah. Well, we could submit it to the U.S. Beer Open. Ooh, I like this. Thinking about that. So, anyways. We're getting the high sign. Uh, so... Yeah, a lot of exciting stuff in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, um, a lot of fun stuff coming from both of our companies. If, uh, but if you have questions about, uh, hey, I'm really into whatever. Uh, okay, drop the comment, um, and we'll tell you on air. Like, like be like, I really like, the, I really like the ancient Greeks. Go play Pergaraba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyways, uh, we appreciate you listening. Thank uh, you. Go find either games, drinks, or hijinks, or do all three. Do it at the same time. All at the same time. Be a multitasker. Be American. Yeah, I like it. Mm. There it is. Overachieve. Yeah. Overachieve. Yeah. Be you. Be you. Yeah. And uh, where can you do all three? Uh, Actually, at either one of our places. So you can either head over to Second Pitch Beer Company. Yep. Uh, where you can get, you have games, I know, because you've gotten them from here. And yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, there's drinks and hijinks that are going on there. And you can come to uh, here at uh, Battle Pub. Well, uh, drinks and games, and you can make hijinks. Yep. And uh, or battlepub.com and secondpitchbeer.com. Yep. Um, all of the social medias. Go do all of those things. Yep. And until next time, uh, cheers, folks. Have and fun. We'll catch you next time. Bye.